0: Hello, this is LMM Skits from YouTube, if you don't know where I'm coming from, that's my platform. Um, Leaving Neverland just came out a few days ago, and I didn't like it, obviously. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, I've been one for most of my life, and to see this happen is just not fun. This man has been a part of my life for a very long time, and, you know, his... It's, it's having a negative impact on everything, everywhere, and um, I think that we should talk about that. So, here are my thoughts before watching it. It seems that the 21st century's most recent victim of cancel culture is none other than Michael Jackson, the King of Pop. What a time to be alive. For those of you who don't know, cancel culture is no longer supporting a person of note because of a controversy. <laughs> Why are people getting mad about this, though? It's, it's something original that's never been heard before. It's something that has only recently been brought up. The claim is that Michael Jackson is a pedophile. Yeah, okay, we've all heard these claims before. Michael slept with kids, Michael gave them alcohol, and of course, Michael taught them how to do stuff to themselves, that's all I can say here. These claims were made during either the 1993 or 2005 cases Michael had to put himself through and they had not a shred of evidence to their names. Well, that's not completely true, Michael did sleep with children, however not in the way you're thinking bed was big, and people who slept in it with him, Macaulay Culkin, for example, stated that nothing ever happened in the bed between himself, Michael, or any other kids at Neverland. In a 1995 interview, when the question is brought up, Michael responds by saying, I have never invited anyone into my bed, ever. Children love me. I love them. They follow me. They want to be with me. But anyone can come in my bed. This is something that people just tend to skip over and ignore. Now here we are at least 14 years from the last trial. Michael Jackson is once again being paraded around as the punching bag he so often tends to be seen as. This time, it's worse. He died 10 years ago and isn't here to defend himself. There are two alleged victims of Michael Jackson in the two-part documentary, Wade Robson and James Safechuck. They both defended Michael when he was faced with the allegations, and Robson defended him again as an adult when they came up once again. Wade continued to defend Michael and his legacy until 2013, where he changed his story and announced he had been abused by Michael. Now something talking about a a topic this serious, you know there should be a lot of skepticism about the documentary, but surprisingly the internet doesn't care. All the masses do is read the headline and skip the facts. Although it is my personal belief that Michael Jackson would never intentionally hurt a child, let me say for the record that I was not there. Only James Wade and Michael were. The problem with this is that several viewers of the documentary have claimed it doesn't present any facts and heavily relies on editing and shock value. Now I have not seen the documentary yet but I can understand why it would happen. Michael was investigated by the FBI for around 10 years and nothing was ever found that could link him to being a child molester. Now. The effect that this film is having on the Moonwalker community and the Michael Jackson family is catastrophic. It has split a lot of us apart and turned us into almost rabid fans looking for someone to suggest Michael Jackson was a pedophile just so we can prove them wrong. Although it's bad for us, it's much worse for the family and the estate. Something Michael Jackson has always fought against was tabloids. He despised them with every cell in his body. It should come as no shock that the majority of websites covering the family are online tabloids. Because they are tabloids, I can't confirm anything if it's true because they can't confirm anything if it's true. Now, with that being said, there are rumors that this documentary has negatively impacted the health of Katherine Jackson, the family matriarch. I do doubt this is true as the Jacksons are doing the best to hide the film from her, but this is something that people need to realize, and leaving Neverland has a real impact on people's lives. The aftermath of this documentary is actually terrifying. In at least two nations, part of the British Commonwealth, his music has been dropped from the radio stations. Online, Michael's family is being harassed, and his own daughter is having to deal with this. Michael has also had a statue of him torn down in the United Kingdom. The worst of it, however, is on the internet. The documentary has started a wave of people on social media trying to harass and attack the Michael Jackson fans, and it's just pathetic. On the other side, fans are combing through records, photos, and tweets from the accusers, as well as people who have worked close to Jackson. They have found some pretty damning things, but nobody in the mainstream media is giving those things recognition as they are so bent on destroying a dead man's legacy. And to me, that's a shame. It shouldn't be possible for two people to ruin a family. It shouldn't be possible for two people to open a 14-year-old wound. It shouldn't be possible. But they did. And that's inexcusable to me. With that being said, I've just watched the documentary, and um, my, my opinion is still the same, all right? Michael is always innocent, and he always has been, and, you know, he always will be. Hashtag MJ Innocent, get it trending.